Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back to another episode. Uh, I'm your host, Francisco Castro. If you are enjoying this content, consider subscribing and leaving a review. Okay, this podcast is part of the More Than Baseball Network. Uh, More Than Baseball is working daily to better the lives of minor leaguers all over. Uh, Our mission is to protect and enhance the future of the game by allowing every ball player to live a better life during and after their careers. Uh, Check them out at morethanbaseball.org. Again, if you like this content, go ahead and subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, I've been having an extremely awesome guest, you know, humble brag, not a big deal. Uh, And I'm super high for my guest today, drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays in the 10th round. Absolutely carving in the minors. He was a Rays minor league pitcher of the month. And May, I believe you were a minor league pitcher of the week as well. Uh, No big deal. Putting up (laughs) video game numbers. Um, You have major league flow already. Major league flow. I had to get him on the pod. Awesome, Vernon. How's it going, brother? Good. How are you, my man? Can't complain. I can't complain at all. And like I said, I had to get you in the pod. It's been a couple you know, weeks of here, hit and miss here and there, trying to get you on. But we finally got this. We're good to go. How have you been? Like, what's going on? Been good. Uh, got moved up like three weeks ago. So, like you were saying, we've been hit or miss. That was like the start <laughs> of it from there. Um, and since I've been here, it's been okay. Last outing was rough. Um, and right now, I'm currently on the IL what unfortunately i didn't even know that yeah okay. it's just something something flared up uh that i had like surgery on in college like the same thing flared up again so right now i currently am on the IL, but next week i should be back uh threw one bullpen earlier this week for another one tomorrow tomorrow and then they both go well if the next one goes good then i'll be good to go next week Okay, um, so let's talk about that call up. Obviously, um, you got called up. You said a couple weeks ago, or not too long ago. How did they let you know you're getting you're going to get called up? Like, was it uh, out of the blue? Because you were carving, like I said, video game numbers. I mean, Rays fans are absolutely drooling. They're just if you just type in your name, and you know, in Twitter or whatnot, like you see these Rays <laughs> bloggers. You know, everyone's getting you on the show, their shows and whatnot, and talking about you. So, like I said, not a big deal. I mean, you're just carving. Like, how did they let you know you're going to get moved up? Uh, I think it was it was the Fourth of July game. Right after the game, they just like called called me into the office, and then they're like, "Hey," they like tried to mess with me, and I sort of knew like it was coming because I was supposed to start like Wednesday, so the first day after the break back. And one of our other guys was like, "Oh, I'm starting that day," and I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I was supposed to start that day," and so he sort of spilled the beans early that day. Oh. That, after that game, they like. After the game, they just called me into the office and like told me like, "Hey, you're going up." Wow. So, so they so, yeah. they were trying to mess with you, but he kind of already let the cat out of the bag. By uh... yeah, so like he was like sitting there just like trying to like make up a story, yeah. and I was just laughing. He's like, "What are you laughing at?" I, was like, I sort of like already know what yeah. I think is happening, but yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you're putting up your your carving in. Uh, was it Loway? I believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like when you're playing that well and you're pitching that well, you're not, you're not a starter, right? You're like, I know you, they do bulk starting or like the bulk guy cause the Rays, um, you know, they're always doing their thing with pitching and whatnot, but like yeah. when you're pitching that well, do you just want to get out there as like often as you can and just let that arm meet? Yeah. I mean, see, I was, I was like doing like bulk, which I didn't mind. Cause then I was just throwing once a week. Maybe like I'd get in there twice a week, once, like every four or five weeks, whatever it is. Um, so I didn't mind that part because I was like, oh, I can get my rest. I throw my 
four innings, five innings, mm-hmm. get my four or five innings of rest, four, five, four or five days of rest, and then like back out there. So I enjoyed that part, but I also like the bullpen mentality. I just like coming out the bullpen. Um, my past three outings have been starts, and I mean, they haven't gone the best, but they hey, could have gone a lot worse. The last one went pretty bad, but the other two like turned out better than they could have, they, they should have. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't get that same like adrenaline boost is coming out the bullpen, but we'll see. We'll try to find something, something for that. Yeah, like, in, like okay, you always talk about the adre- adrenaline boost to get out of the bullpen, and like, is that like a scenario? And like, I mean, I never pitched. Like, I mean, um, is 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 there a huge shift mindset wise when you're starting a game versus like you can be called up in the middle of the game no matter where it's at as a reliever? Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, I'd say it's pretty big for me, especially because like I'm like a I pitch off adrenaline type of guy. Um, and so, like, warming up in the bullpen, just knowing, like, hey, I'm about to go in. If this guy gets in trouble right here or if he hits his pitch count right here, like, I know I'm going in. Um, so, like, from that aspect, like, I get my, like, I sort of, like, rush myself a little bit in the bullpen. So, then that way, it sort of, like, builds my adrenaline up because of my heart gets racing. So, then it, like, helps me. But, like, as a starter, I can't really do that because it's, like, oh, like, go out there. I play catch. I go to the bullpen. I throw a couple, I sit down for like, sometimes if we're ahead of the time, I'll sit down for like a minute or two, get back up, throw again in the bullpen. It's just like, not that same like eagerness and like rushed feeling to get out there. And then like, whenever you get out there, you just slow it down. But I don't know. I just feel like I can't get to that same level of adrenaline coming out the pen as I or starting as I can get coming out the pen. And I respect that. Like I have a friend who plays for the uh, in the uh, the Brewers organization. He's a starter, but he wants to be reliever. And like, but he's so yeah. good. Like he's so good. They won't. <laughs> they want him no, as a starter. Yeah, but he's really, like, man, yeah. put me as a reliever. He's like, I would love to just go out, let the arm eat for you know one inning, uh, not have to worry about anything else. But like he's like, he was in the futures game. Like he's uh, I don't know if you know Antoine Kelly. Oh, but wow. Yeah, yeah. You know he's good. Yeah. But uh, he, he's always jokes with me. We'll play Fortnite sometimes. He'll be like, man, I just wish I was a reliever. I'm like, no, dude, I'm like, there's that money, bro. You got to get that starter money. Yeah, what are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, but, exactly. But I want to ask you this. Like, you talk about coming out of the bullpen and getting kind of, kind of hyped up and whatnot. Um, what do you, are you like a, a smelling sauce guy or a, pre, a workout, pre-workout kind of guy? Like, what do you do to get yourself hyped up before you start pitching? Uh, honestly, like, whenever I come out the bullpen, it's just sort of natural. Like, whatever flows, flows. Um, Sort of like the closeness of the game, like the, the closer the game is, the more like yeah. my adrenaline is gonna be bumping. Obviously, like fans, um, if they're just into it, rather they're my fans or the other team's fans, if they're just into it, that's like another factor um, that helps for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I would just say like, whenever like I feel like whenever like they call and they're like, "Hey, get Austin hot or whatever," right? I'm like all right then it starts like kicking in and like mm-hmm. start getting that adrenaline like going whereas like yeah starting it just like, doesn't happen i feel that and like i was talking to a guy who so, uh, played in the marlins he played for the marlins organization he's a in in beloit um he says there's one guy on his team who would like get a cup of water and like drown himself before he jumps out into the bullpen so he would like breathe suck in the water breathe in the water and then like yeah it would give him a kick have you heard of that before like that was insane i've no, never heard see, of that. I have, like, we have like mental skills people and I was yeah. like trying to talk to him about it. I was like, dude, I can't get like the same adrenaline rush that I get when like, I come out the bullpen. Like what can I do? And he was like, honestly, I don't, he was like, that's like a hard thing to like, you got to find out what works for you. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously like some people do Red Bull, some people yeah. like that smell of stuff like that. So he was like, just like 
I know whenever I get my heart gets racing, that's sort of when the adrenaline's kicking in. So he's like, just breathe fast, like breathe super fast, mm-hmm. like in between innings, like before you go out there, like breathe super fast, get your heart rate up. But even then, it's just like, yeah, I got my heart rate up, but it didn't give me like that little boost yeah. that I'm like looking for. So I don't know. I feel like it just depends. Um, see, like I started my first start. Um, it was sort of similar. Uh, same sort of I same sort of thing like I was like chilling whatever and then like kid got a hit started mouthing off at me so we went back and forth and then that like boost that like I yeah. turned like another okay. page and I was like all right let's go yeah so yeah. let's let's talk about so that just, what like, did he say something like that oh uh, <laughs> well it was because he thought I was quick pitching him I don't think I was, oh. I, was I just I just move fast so I get it and I go I get okay. it and go okay. and he thinks I was quick pitching and so he like starts cussing at me running down the line after he gets a hit. I'm like, okay, okay. Jeez. Here we go. So we yeah. went back and forth a little bit and they're like, all right, that's enough. So we're like, all right. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what are, what are some of the things you've seen guys in your, maybe in this level or other levels, or even like in college or whatnot, just do to get themselves hyped up? Cause like I said, there's so many people have different things to kind of get the, the Red Bull, the smelling sauce, the pre-workout with, with water and without water, like whatever it may be. Yeah. I see a lot, yeah, a lot of guys, mainly, like, Red Bulls and stuff. Like, okay. Especially when we were in Charleston, we had, like, four or five guys that would literally put Red Bulls in the cooler in the bullpen. And, or not even the cooler, the, the water um, jug thing, even in the bullpen. What? They just throw their Red Bulls in okay. it. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of them loved Red Bulls. Yeah. I'd say that's probably the number one thing. Some of them would, like, tell, like, other players to, like, slap them on the chest, stuff like that. I mean, so I guess whatever works. Whatever works, whatever works. Um, all right, so we were the when I first reached out to you, you were it was during the All Star break or about the All Star break. You were in Nashville. Like, how was your experience in the All Star during the All Star break? Just kind of like to get it, you know, regroup, and you go to Nashville with your brother, which like just based on Instagram videos and reels and whatnot. And you know, credit to me for doing research and just Instagram stalking you. But um, it looked like you guys were having some fun out there. <laughs> no, nah, Nashville was sick. Uh, um, it was good though. It was definitely relaxing. I mean, we've been playing since basically like. March 1st, if you think about it, or doing baseball related. Well, I mean, even before that, but like with our affiliations or with the Rays, we've been like doing baseball stuff since what? Yeah, like March 1st or so. So, I mean, been at it for a while. So, that nice little four day break was, was quality. We needed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, but we had a good time. We went, just got like dinner sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, just really chilled, hung out, played some golf. Um, wasn't too bad. But yeah, we had a good time. Went to a couple little like cocktail bars that are pretty sick, so yeah, it's fun for sure. And your brother was drafted, right? I think by the Brewers. Um, yeah, was that, do you think that was like a, I don't know, just like a like a not like maybe like an advantage to you having seen him go through everything, uh, the college route, the you know getting drafted, the minors, and all that, just kind of having that yeah. experience. Yeah, I know. I definitely think it does help because then like sort of like a every time I because I went to the same college as he did, um, so I sort of like. Coming up, I've known what to expect every time I've been going somewhere. So I went to college, I knew what to expect. Whenever the draft was, like, coming around, I knew what to expect. Just because he, like, told me what happens, what goes on, stuff like that. Um, so, like, I always, like, knew what to expect. And now it's, like, just taking advantage of the opportunity you're given, basically. Um, so, yeah. Oh, for sure. No, it definitely, definitely has helped, helped a lot. Was was he a pitcher? Or what, was it, what did he do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I was gonna say, did were how was like the competitions, like wiffle ball and whatnot, when you guys were growing up? I bet that was pretty intense. Oh <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we were always fighting. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, did you play any other sports uh, growing up in high school? Yeah, high school I played basketball too. Uh, I played football my freshman year, but I didn't really play, so I was like, ah, oh, I'll stop. It wasn't my like, wasn't my sport. Yeah, what I like to do. I didn't like to play. I was just like out there, sort of. So, uh, but basketball also like my mom played, so she sort of threw us into that young. And so I played that all the way like through high school. Um, were you like were you pretty good at basketball? Because obviously you're we can get into your height, but like you're what six seven or something? Six eight. Yeah. Six eight. Okay, yeah. Short, a short change. My bad. I'm only five, <laughs> I'm only I'm only five eleven. So shout out to a short kings. But <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I wasn't I wasn't like bad, but I was also like three hundred pounds then, so I wasn't really agile. We'll put it that way. Okay. <laughs> not not a lot of good moving out there. Yeah. So so when did you decide like, hey, basketball is obviously not the route for me, but baseball, like I'm kind of nastier than most of the people like in my area, high school or like whatever you did uh, growing up in high school. Like when did you realize like I'm just a little bit nastier than others and I can make something out of this? <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I really had like, I mean, I just knew I always loved baseball. Like that was mm-hmm. my go-to thing. Um, played all my life. And like that's just like, what I loved. So like, I was like, Oh, like if I want to play any sport anywhere else. Like it wants to be baseball. I thought like I had the potential, like through high school, whatever to go play college baseball. And then central ended up being my only offer. So obviously went there and then just took advantage of the opportunity. I got given, um, but I never was like, Oh, like, I, I don't know. Maybe like that just wasn't my thought process, but I was just like out there like playing and like, being like oh if i do good here maybe like i can get an offer yeah. da, 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 da. you know it was it was your just team like, good, I, like, cause, cause I, no or my high school team sucked <laughs> and i'm like the other thing is like i never played like uh really like showcase or anything oh. like canes evo or uh dirtbag stuff like that like i didn't do any of that so that probably didn't help me either so i was just playing like literally like travel ball that was basically what i was playing up until i was like 18 with like nice. this one team we would just like go out to like this different tournaments and just play but we weren't like playing in like showcase tournaments or anything we played in like maybe like two a year okay. so i don't and then also i went to high school that we won six games within my last like two years of high school so. what yeah we were bad <laughs> that's bad <laughs> we were bad oh it's bad we won one game my junior year what like and like i mean were you was it, it wasn't your fault of course i mean i'm just kidding <laughs> like, but were you <laughs> like we were you sucked. their main guy then like pitching wise yeah, pitching and hitting, sort of, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, the one win in our junior year, I threw no-hitter. We, like, run-rolled the team at four in it. But that's how I beat them. And then we go to the next week. And – or, like, because we played the same team twice in a week. So we played them on, like, a Tuesday or something like that. I pitched that game and then played them on a Friday. And Friday we, like, got demolished. Wow. That's By the same team. That's insane. It was just it – was, yeah, it was bad. Wow. And like I said, like you, but you were pretty good, obviously. Uh, for me, like my career was over, like in like fifth, I was like six years old. My mom realized I took a bat out of my hand, put a, made me play cello, threw me in orchestra because she knew I wasn't going to be anything good when it came to sports. But uh, so how was that recruiting process? You talk about, you know, you went to the same university as your brother. Um, obviously, was that, did that play a factor into it? Like, did you go on college visits? Like, how was that, uh, that whole process for you? Yeah. I mean, that was my only offer. So, obviously um it was like april of my senior year okay <clears throat> maybe like end of march i gave him a call and was like hey come out like come watch me like 
probably throwing this game at this time. And so they come out and literally like, I think like three days after they offered me. And then that was my only offer. And I was All like, right. this was by this time, it was like, I'll give you like two weeks to think about it. So by this time it was like April, early April. And I was like, well, I have another, I was like, oh, let's see if I can get anybody else to see if they'll like offer me. But nothing happened. So that was my only offer. And I was like, okay. So committed to him in April and then went on like a little like tour and then that was sort of it and then spent the past four years there. Yeah. Um, so how, how was like the, uh, the official visit and whatnot? Like how, how was that? Do they just what, they show you around? Maybe have some of the guys take you to some of the. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they just like really like honestly just took me. They didn't even like winning going to buildings or anything. So they just took me around. Cause like I already knew, cause I went on my brother's visit with him when he committed there. So whenever my brother went, like, uh, on his visit, they took him to the field and everything. So, I mean, I had been going to the field because the field's, like, two, five minutes off campus. Um, it's, like, the old Durham Bulls field. That's where he played at. So it was, like, five minutes off campus. So then they took us there, like, the first time. But obviously, like, I've been around that field for the past four or five years because my brother played there, like, going to games and stuff. Um, and it's, like, right in our backyard. So, uh like they just yeah sort of like took me on a walk around the school and was like hey this is this building this building this building um and that was sort of like it how was you um how was like the and you said you didn't get recruited or anything was that just because like was your area like in north carolina right um mm -hmm. yeah like was it just not a big like baseball area or is it just because your school wasn't maybe the best at at baseball because obviously like you had you have talent like yeah uh Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I was also, like like I said, I was like 300 pounds then, so I wasn't, like, the most agile person. I was a bigger guy. Um, and, like, I think, like, junior year going into senior year, that summer um, of high school, I think it was, like, 82, 83. And then by, like – but it was also, like, didn't help. I was playing for, like, three different teams, like, thrown for, like, all of them within two or three days. Like, so I was, like, my arm was torched. Um and then college or senior year of high school came around. I was like up to like whenever they came to watch me throw, I was like up to like ninety one or something like that. I was like eighty eight to ninety touch ninety one. So, but I just never like I don't know. I just never had anybody coming out or talking to me or anything. Like it was, I didn't have any like JUCO offers, D three, really? D two, wow. nothing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well let's let's talk about this. Kind of go off topic here. You have the the flow. Like we got to talk about this the flow that you have. Uh, when did you start growing that out? And because I mean, obviously, it's, it's sweet. It's major league already. Like you already got the look. Um, started growing that out like junior year. No, earlier than that. I want to say like sophomore year of high school. Like the end of sophomore year is like when I started like letting it grow. And then by junior year, like I had like this little baby flow. So I'd say about like 2016, 2015, 2016 ish. Okay. And then just from there, let it let it go and then just i actually just got it cut but it was like down to here wow like, felt like yeah when i was in charleston like right before not too long before i left there uh i got it like trimmed because i was like it's getting out of hand right now so like, i need something <laughs> i need this i need a little bit to go yeah um yep. but yeah so since then i just screwed it out um before that i had a comb over it looked brutal um just a bad look oh before so you had long like, hair you just had like a comb over yeah it was not a yeah a fat okay. boy with Ken over. I was looking rough out there. Oh, it, was, it, was a, it was a rough life. Yeah. So I was like, we got to change something up. So I just grew my hair out and just 
just kept it since. Yeah. Okay. And you talk about, you know, the short hair wasn't working for you. You grew out your hair long. You look, <laughs> you got the style already. Like, you know, did your DM start getting a little, picking up a little bit after you started uh, <laughs> growing the long hair out, you know, throwing no. the well in, in the minors and whatnot? Uh, no. <laughs> that didn't help at all. Oh, man. Well, hey, I'll say this. Like, I hope you don't struggle <laughs> ever because, like, I don't want the hair to have to go. You know? <laughs> no, it's not going. Yeah. I don't think it'll go anywhere. I don't know. Cause I don't, honestly, my hair is too thin. I feel like if I got to like cut short, it just want to look right. So I'm just going to like keep it long as possible. Yeah. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with it. So you everybody mentioned... tries to, so go ahead. Everybody tries to say I have like a mullet or something though. And I'm like, nah, it's just, it's just long hair. It's yeah. Mullet. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, don't have my, I don't have my side shaved. Okay. But like, there's like little kids at the game. He's like sick mullet. Like, I don't have a mullet, <laughs> but yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and we'll talk about fans in a second because minor league minor league stadiums have like the craziest fans at times. Um, yeah, yeah I, I want to get into your college uh, experience though. You obviously say you didn't get recruited and whatnot, but you end up going to a good uh, the same university as your brother. I, I don't know why I had to have it pulled up here. Um, North yeah, North Carolina Central or is it? Uh, yeah, 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 North Carolina Central University. Okay, and then you were uh, you threw a new no hitter there as well. So you threw a no hitter in high school in college. And then in the in in the Cape, you were part of a no hitter. So like, I'm gonna start calling you Mister No Hitter. Like, we have to get that narrative started that you might be Mister No Hitter. No way, not me. <laughs> but you, you you said you did throw one in high school, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. So junior junior year threw one. It was in four innings, and then yeah, threw one last year. Um, it was in eight innings instead of nine because we. For some reason, whenever we play in conference, you can roll them, run roll. Okay. And so we, they like walked in like it was ten zero. They like walked in the last run. Uh, but I should have. I mean, I'm not say I should have had a perfect game, but I could have had a perfect game. I walked one guy, but I don't. I don't know. So like the pitch, pitch to the kid. He had been given. I mean, the umpires. I'll, I'll tell you, they're not that good. They'll give you like two balls off sometimes. Like it gets pretty wild out there. Um. So like this ball was literally like a ball off, and he's giving it to me like multiple times that game, and called it. It was a three-two count, and called it a ball. And I was like, "Oh no way!" Does that stick in and your then, mind then? Like when you're like, "Man, I could have had a perfect game." Uh, not really, because okay. I still like threw no hitter, which is pretty cool. But like, I mean, obviously, like it is in the back of my mind, because like next batter, I literally threw the pitch in the same exact spot, and he called it a strike. And I was like, "No way!" I was like, "There's no way you just did that." Yeah. I was like, "You can't just, <laughs> you can't just yeah. like." The one that mattered, you let him let him take a little walk, and then the one that doesn't really matter now, and you call him a strike. Yeah, that's when I feel like umps are making it all about them. Yeah, I was like, I already walked one guy now. Jeez. I walked another. Oh well, at this rate. <laughs> um, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So and it's getting to your college career. Obviously, uh, you you play you threw well. You threw the no hitter. How was how was the experience playing in that co- collegiate level versus like your high school level? Who's this? Oh no, no, oh, let, let him in. Who's who, who's your roommate? Sean Mullen. Sean Mullen. 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 All right, it's all, yeah. all, all good. Tell him to expect a DM. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no uh, worries. He's good. Question? No, I was, I was saying like, what was that 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 uh, the difference pitching like you know collegiate and versus like um, you know in high school? Well, I mean, like. The high school I went to in the area I was in was like that's playing for like the Bad News Bears. So that's I mean, fair. It wasn't like it was obviously like a big jump. Like kids would literally swing at anything, and then like you get to like high school or college, and like you actually had to like, even though we weren't like the best conference, you had to like learn how to pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, obviously it was still a jump, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely a big jump from high school to, to yeah. college. How was, how was your guys' football team? Do you guys, like, how was the college game days? Did your coach let you guys get after it a little bit or did you have practice in the morning? And well, we were a dry campus, so there wasn't really much getting after it anyway. And then like, we didn't really go to football games anyway. We, well, we had Sundays off, but we didn't really go anyway. Just cause, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like that college atmosphere football game stuff. Interesting. You know what I mean? So was yeah. it like a dry County? Cause I, I, I talked to somebody who's like in a dry County. Uh, Not and, just campus. Okay. So you just can't like have alcohol, alcohol on campus. Oh man! So there's no no tailgating, no pre games or nothing, except for like uh, what is it? I want to say homecoming or something like that or something. Yeah, they they oh they lift the rules yeah, for they, that. Then then they they're like oh they don't care because all like the uh, alumni come back. And yeah, they all tailgate and stuff, and so then they don't say anything. But yeah. interesting. Wow. Okay, I, I didn't know there were like dry schools or dry campuses. I mean, maybe that's the thing, but. I didn't know either until like I got there. So was that like in the was that one of the in the brochure though? Because I mean, they probably have to hide that in the fine print somewhere. Like by the way, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, uh, I don't. I can tell you honestly. I just think I like overheard someone one time. Oh my goodness! Like, oh, all right. Well, it is what it is. You survived four years. Um. So I, yeah, I ask exactly. this question a lot. Um. So when was your like if to when moment? Not like you know if I get drafted, but like your. You start asking yourself, you know, or saying to yourself, when I get drafted. I'd say, like, sort of whenever I started playing in the Cape, like, sort of had, like, a better idea. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I started talking to more scouts um, and stuff like that. So, I think, like, around that time uh, is when I sort of, like, knew. But it was still, like, you never know. So, I just go with the flow. What kind of questions were scouts, like, talking to you about and, and you know, in the Cape and all that? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. That was in like 2019, when that was really like <laughs> that was a while ago. No worries, no um, worries. I, don't know, I thought they just asked like general questions, honestly, like about family and stuff, and like just get to know you as a person more than anything. Um, and obviously, like losing weight was a big thing, so they like always like talked to me about that, like questioned me like how I did it. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah. So, um, how was your draft day experience? And obviously, you get drafted. You get drafted what tenth round. Um, like, mm-hmm. did you have like a group of family over? Like, what did you? What was your experience like? I was actually in the Cape then. Okay. Because um, I played that summer before the draft, and so my host parents I had known from when I played in 2019. So my parents just came up there, mm-hmm. um, and then we just like hung out and just sat around and waited until uh, it was till it happened. So yeah. How nervous were you? Like, like just watching those rounds go by? Because I mean, tenth round is nothing uh, to be ashamed was... about. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, it was it was frustrating though because I got my first call like they're, like during the fourth round so they like tried to offer like way under slot and we were like no so then it just got like you're just playing a waiting game and that like yeah. happened multiple times before like the tenth round actually happened. Yeah, and that's it's crazy how like baseball and a lot of people don't really who aren't part of the game are you know so as familiar know that whole the whole process of you can get drafted fourth round but then you're getting paid less or you can get paid, drafted in this round but get paid more. Exactly. Um, it's, a, it's a whole, you got to balance like, okay, I get, you know, where you get drafted versus like your actual slot value and how much you actually get paid and whatnot. So that's, it's, it's crazy. It's not like exactly. any other sport, I feel like. No, it's not. It, it is crazy. Yeah. And uh, so obviously you get drafted by the Rays. Um, no big deal. Um, they're a really good team. Obviously good organization. They love pitching. Um, what, what was that? Like, what was, you obviously got a good signing bonus and you don't have to talk about your money, but what was your first big dumb purchase that you bought? Um, well, 
wouldn't say it was a big purchase, but I just had to get a car just because I didn't mm-hmm. have one. So my parents took mine. Well, the one that they let me use through college. Sure, so sure. I didn't really have a choice but a good car. So I had no other choice. So I had to get one of those. That was about it. Okay, no worries. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was sort of a necessity at that yeah. point. Yeah, like, there's no absolutely. way I'm just not having one. I got to have something. What'd you so, buy? Uh, just a Jeep Cherokee. Okay, I guess that that works. Um, all right, so let's get let's get into the minors. Like, obviously, I like talking about the minors. This podcast are important with more than baseball. They're working, so, uh, doing working hard for the minor leaguers to kind of advocate for them and all that stuff. Um, you get drafted. Like, does your brother prepare you for like the grind that the minor league is? Yeah, I mean, he sort of like told me about it and like sort of let me know what to expect. So yeah, he did sort of prepare me a little bit. And then like, it's obviously a little different than what he says whenever you get into it, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was sort of spot on for the most part. Did he t- did he tell you any horror stories of, uh, you know, long bus rides or like, uh, whatever? Maybe See, I don't think he I don't think he had any really like terrible bus rides, um, from what I remember, because he got released after his like first season or second season. Okay. He had TJ. It was second season, but well, he played his first full season, and then in the middle of like towards the end of that middle of that he had served tj and then when he came back to the day release so he was in like low a for the most of it so i don't think they really had like any like terrible bus drive um but yeah no he, he definitely uh he said they like fed him pretty well though okay I remember that though because he was with the brewers and yeah. so they like for the most part they got fed like pretty well where like some other teams like saying like they don't get fed at all um he was one of the he was one of the few that always was like yeah they like feed us good and whatnot so yeah Interesting, because yeah, that's, that's something you hear about the miners all the time. Like the the food isn't the best, or whatever it may be. Um, so wh- obviously, you go, you play in the miners, you go low A and you're high. Now, what is what what has been one of the more like interesting stops you've been to, where you get off the bus, you look around, and you're like, where am I right now? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Um, well, I mean, I'm like from North Carolina, but down east, Wood Ducks is literally like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that was brutal. Is that the uh... Rangers? Lower. Rangers, okay. Is that the one who has like the Mother Earth Lodge? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Lounge or yeah. whatever. I think it's Mother Earth Lounge. Okay. But yeah, terrible. That is, I've, yeah. I've heard so many stories. That's one of the top like listed places that people mention all the time on the pod. Like, where's the worst place you've been to? Like Beloit and uh, that down east or whatever they are. Like, because yeah. uh, uh, the the hotel or motel, whatever it, lodge or whatever it is, like the sheets or the blankets are like polka dots. The walls are like yeah, neon. It's weird. It's weird weird yeah. and like the first night we were there we like we were hungry because they didn't give us they we ran out of food something and so we were like walking to mcdonald's and literally like some dude just sitting like in an alley with his door open and like we're walking by he's like what y'all do y'all play baseball and we're like yeah whatever and then we just keep walking and then we come back he's like y'all want some food i got some steaks in the back and we're like there's no way this man's like selling steaks out of his car right now what? <laughs> and, uh, and he's like well y'all be safe out there we're like okay we're like all right let's get back to the hotel <laughs> yeah like i've heard that that place is wild and it's not very much there i think there's like a cafe evan actually talked to me evan referred he when he was with the brewers yeah. he played there and uh he and his uh roommate they, they he said they played like a hundred thousand whatever i'm exaggerating like rounds of golf because they got that old-fashioned like golf course or it's just like the like just I don't know how to even describe mini it. Putt. Yeah, the mini golf. Like, yeah, miniature putt. Yeah, like at the hotel. Yeah. Did it's you like did you play clothes. that? It's like up. Nah, I never played, but you got the pool and then the like mini putt right yeah. behind it. 
it's like enclosed like in the hotel but yeah it was pretty funny to like see that at the hotel yeah i it's it's random like i said that's that's the one that's the one of the places i get uh mentions all the time uh in the middle of nowhere obviously like the hotel is it's just a trip just being there i might have to take a trip down there just to see what the experience is and maybe i'll vlog it i'm not a vlogger but maybe i'll become a vlogger and just do that just, yeah. for, just for a day but uh holy <laughs> man a little scary over there yeah dude. Yeah, maybe that same guy would be selling me some steaks. You never know. I might have to bring a, bar- yeah, a grill exactly. and uh, set up set up a camp out there. Um, so what what there is what is uh like you obviously you said you have you obviously haven't been in the in the miners for too long, uh, and that's been one of the weirder cities. But like, have you had any interesting like fan interactions? Um, whether it's like them chirping at you or um like autograph asking because like I said you're you're um you're you're you know you're pitching well they fans probably know who you are you're long hair you're tall they probably recognize you they probably asking for your autograph and whatnot yeah i mean there's a little bit of everything i mean i've heard like multiple fans tell me to cut my hair and then one was like cut your hair you hippie and i was like all right cool um i think i'm not gonna cut it though but yeah yeah i mean i mean it's just like dumb stuff like that but it doesn't really bother me honestly it's like whatever mm-hmm. their fans are just having a good time and yeah that's it they're happy with that they can be happy with that but it doesn't bother me so i'm not yeah have uh, you, too bothered by it yeah have you pitched where they would have uh maybe like a strikeout batter um the where they like uh depending on where it is like i talked to a guy like in the in the in appleton that have like the k batter and like if he gets if he strikes out then everybody gets like i don't know like dollar after beer oh or something yeah, like that. yeah 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 um see we never did that in charleston but we did it in like whenever we're at like another team's place, mm-hmm. a lot of them do it. So like Fredericksburg, they did it for us. So like if one of our hitters like struck out, everybody in section whatever gets this. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like ninety percent of the places we played at, they do those. Okay. Um, I know where we play at. We didn't do it. I'm not sure if BG does it. I think they do, but I'm not positive. I was saying, did you ever, you know, did that ever incentivize you to pitch just a little bit stronger, maybe at the arm eat just a little bit more? So they can, you know, <laughs> give the fans what they came there for, you know. Right. I mean, like maybe a little bit. You're like, oh, like that'd be pretty cool. You check them out, get some fans, free food. There you go. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at your numbers, nine and two. This is this is probably now it might not be the same, but this is like a week ago when I was looking at this nine and two with the two three two uh, ERA. Um, obviously, they raised leather pitchers, and you know, fans know that. And like after putting out these numbers, like I mean, are Ray fans? Uh, DMing, DMing you asking for like autographs asking for like whatever maybe maybe uh, a lock of your hair or something <laughs> <laughs> no I haven't got any of that thank god um, I've done a couple of these mm-hmm. uh, with like like two two or three other people I know one was like locked on rave yeah um, then I did another one with like uh, I forget what it is so they do it like after like the post game or pre-game, pre-game for like actual race games. Mm-hmm. Like put it on the thing. And there was like a little podcast. And I did the oh, one sweet. with that guy. And then I did one like a little while ago, not too long ago. Um, I want to say like maybe a month ago, but I did another one then. Um, I don't forget what it was called, but yeah. Well, I'm gonna say this. I, I might have to make this the official Austin podcast because I mean, I'm I'm gonna buy some stock in you now here, uh, while, <laughs> while you're in in high A here, and you know we'll just kind of grind with you throughout the minors and kind of see how how everything goes. But uh, yeah, man, uh, we're excited to see you know how how everything goes with you pitching and whatnot. And like, obviously you're in the IEL and stuff, but like, what have you been doing to keep yourself like occupied? 
I mean, I could, I still go about my everything like a normal day. So, I mean, like I said, I don't wake up usually till like 11, 30, 12. So yeah. then that's like half my day already. And then I like eat lunch, come back, and then just wait until the bus. So it just mm-hmm. depends um, what there is to do around the hotel. And then yeah. I obviously go to the field and like from the field on, like I still do everything I was doing before. So like stretch, throw, run, whatever you got to do, lift, mm-hmm. um, shy BP. And then from there, it's just like hang out. And then we got the game. So yeah, it's sort of the same same routine just i know i'm not pitching so just always chilling on the dugout now but it's not bad not bad i mean there's there's this is a honestly it's probably the best spot i've been to all year on the road as far as being on the road goes um even from like low a and high a between the both of them i think this is probably the best spot um so when you're not pitching obviously you're in rehab now but we'll get you back soon uh what do you do for fun like you you're a golfer uh fortnite call of duty like what do you what is your uh your thing to do when you're not pitching um i mean yeah i'd say golf is pretty fun i haven't golfed a lot though this uh season i suck in spring training um at baseball not golf um and so when that happened i was like i was golf i was playing golf then then i got into the season i was throwing pretty well and i was like yeah i'm not picking up the clubs anymore until i do bad and then I had a bad last out, and so I picked up the clubs again. I was like, why not? <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I just like being on the go and like doing stuff. So I mean, like going, I went to Nashville to see my brother, and like obviously it's only an hour away from where we're at anyway. So if we get any chance or off day to go, I'd probably go. But just like finding different things to go do. Um, like for instance, one day we went to Dave and Buster's and sat there and played games for like four hours. So. Yeah. Just, a, just, a, just depends. Yeah. I just like being on the go, like doing anything. So better than sitting at home, I'll tell you that. So, so you're, you're not a game rat all. Um, I mean, I've played, but like, <laughs> it's not like my like go to yeah, thing. I'm yeah. not the best. It doesn't help that I'm not like the best out of DJs. So like, I'm not. I'm gonna go out here and play Fortnite and finish, finish first and win. Yeah. Um, nine times out of ten, I'm probably gonna, gonna die within the first like 50 people dead. Yeah. Um. Same thing with like Call of Duty. So those aren't like yeah. I'm just not that good at them. Uh, it might be the show I was like all right at, but then I stopped playing that just because like I don't know. I just didn't really like have time for it mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and now like I could like probably pick it up now that like with the way our season is, but it's already too late. So I'm just yeah. like no. And I would play like Rocket League if I play anything. Honestly, just play Rocket League every now and then. I haven't played that in forever. Rocket League. I feel like yeah, it's like my yeah, it's like my go to one just because like oh like. I don't need anybody to play with. I just throw mm-hmm. on casual 3v3 and just join someone else's game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and you don't even got to be good, though, to play to play COD or whatever. No. Maybe you, you could be, you know, for COD, like, you could just be like oh, the, uh, oh. the the morale guy, you know? Like, every, just yeah. keep, every, keep the boys happy, crack a couple jokes, exactly. die. It's all good. Well, see, exactly. See, like when I was playing with them, that was when it was fun, but then they sort of stopped playing, too. So then it's like, oh. Okay. I wouldn't, yeah, I'm not going to go out there and run solos. If we were running, like, trios or squads or something like that I'd, I'd play but they don't the ones i used to play with that we would always just like have fun with that we don't really play anymore so yeah yeah well hey i mean we may i may have to you and i may have to squad up sometime uh hey i'd love to i'd do it i'd do it i just gotta if i you're just gonna have to carry me just put it that way hey that's that's fine like you be the morale guy i'll i'll, I'll be yeah. the team leader you know, I'll, I'll carry the squad when it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll see. I may. I know a couple of the guys who might want to play. We'll, we'll try to get a little group going on, and uh, we'll have to squad up sometime. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, I I'll want, be your cheerleader. That's that's all I need. And that's kind of how I am. Like I was talking to a guy uh, 
a friend who who's uh, just in Beloit here. And uh, he, he he and the guys go golfing. He's like, you should come with us. I'm like, look, I'm not a golfer. I, I don't know how to golf, but I'll go there. I'll be the morale guy. You know, I'll crack a couple <laughs> of jokes. I keep it light. You know, you know, I'll just be the guy who, who's uh, who makes it a little bit more fun. That's kind of probably my my uh, my role there. Uh, speaking of there that, uh, in your locker room, uh, like who's uh, who's like the go the glue guy there? Like who's uh, maybe keeping it life of the boys? I mean, we have a couple. I mean, I feel like we just mess around a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, in Charleston, there was one for sure. Uh, Jack Snyder, who's and Bobby Seymour, I'd say them too. They were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but like here, I feel like it's more like oh, I'd say Wiles, and then my roommate. Oh, and who who who's your roommate again? I I didn't hear what you said. Mullen, Sean Mullen. Oh, okay. Is he a pitcher as well? I'd say between them two, yeah, they both are. Okay. Between them two, are pretty funny. Yeah, awesome. And that's what you do. You gotta have gotta have somebody there to keep keep everything light. Uh, I want to end on this. Um, I don't know if you saw during the All Star break that one gentleman who was pushing through kids trying to get autographs and. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. see, that guy's a clown. We, we, we are, we are anti him. Yeah, we are anti him on the, on this podcast. Uh, but what are some of the more interesting things you've seen guys do, uh, or kids do, to, to try to get your autograph, or even autographs of other people on your team? Like, obviously, like that you hear, kind of get a ball, kind of get a glove, kind of get your cleats, whatever it may be. Um, like, what is a crazy thing you've heard? I mean, we had one kid warming up in the bullpen, and like in Charleston, it was like, so it was like bullpen, and then like fans right to the mm-hmm. side of you so like they're right there I, when i say we had a kid for an hour and a half yelling at every person like asking for an autograph it was probably the uh, most annoying thing ever uh, yeah. i was bad it was literally like an hour and a half of uh, just non-stop like yelling at the top of his lungs like can i get a ball or can you sign this or we'd wow. have a guy warming up and he's yelling at the guy like hey can you sign this can you sign this and i'm like at the top of his lungs it's not even like it's like hey can you just it's like screaming mm-hmm. for an hour and a half like imagine like a little kid just screaming, crying for an hour and a half. That's what it sounded like. And now, like, did anybody give him anything? Because I feel at that point, like, it's kind of annoying. Like, you almost don't want to give it to him because he's just kind of being a like. Yeah, no, he's a kid, so you know. kind of want to, but at the same time, like, he's not showing the respect that sometimes you feel like they should kind of. Well, because like, because well, because we just tell him we'd be like, hey, like, we can sign after games. Oh sure, like, sure. we'll sign it. We will be like, we can sign it after games. Like, just like wait, and nah, didn't change anything. The kid was, <laughs> the kid was determined to get it mid game. I was like, dude. This is ridiculous. Good thing I went thrown that day, so I just went and sat and dug out after, after like an inning of it. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. And then I came back and he's still doing the same thing like three minutes later. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, I'd say we have like a decent amount like older people who like follow us around, um, and they like, like one guy. This was a pretty like weird. So he was in Charleston. I was the last person to leave the locker room this day. Like our game finished at like ten. I probably didn't leave till like eleven because I had through. So I got to do arm care and stuff. Come out and like say, "Hey, can you sign this?" And he just had like a white paper, and I was like, "Yeah, probably not." <laughs> yeah. And they like pulled out something out else that had like a graphic. And so I signed it, and then we the next week we're in Augusta, and he's there again, like right outside of our bus. Wow. And he's like, "Hey, can you sign this?" I was like, "Yeah, I signed last week." I was like. I'm good because I I don't know I just heard stories about like you sign like blank stuff like people like just try like copy your your, your signature or, and yeah, yeah your signature yeah. and like try to sell it and stuff like that so I was like ah oh, like if anything I gave him an opportunity already to do it so mm-hmm. it's not give him two wow That's not crazy. that not that he's doing that but it was just weird because it was just like it's like you can't he was like oh did I get you last week and I was like well you can't really mess me. six eight with long hair <laughs> yeah like, wow. yeah. 
and I was the last person. <laughs> I was like the last person left. So that's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, there's like more so. I'd say like when whenever we'd done in Charleston, like Carson Williams, he was obviously our first rounder. So like it was like nonstop, like everybody just yelling at him, like, "Hey, can you sign this? Can you sign this? Can you sign yeah. this?" Is he so still? Is he still like in that. Charleston? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming he'd probably be there all year just because he's like he just turned 19. But oh, out of high school. Stays. Yeah, but kid can swing it. Yeah. So. Wow. So I, he he just needs like yeah. bodyguards to get out of the uh, out of the stadium. Yeah, sometimes in some places. So like earlier in the season for sure. There's been people like nonstop all over him. Like goodness gracious. Yeah. There's this one guy. Uh, I, I've had her story. Uh, there's a fan, a uh, Latin player who's just incredible in the Jays organization. Uh, there was a, a grown man chasing him all the way to the bus. Security had to jump in in front of him and say like, dude you need to leave. Like, he's not going to sign your autographs. And the guys didn't speak much English or whatnot, so, like, he couldn't really yeah. communicate. So that he's just kind of like, you know, no, no. And then he starts walking. The guy just follows him, almost gets onto the bus. Security comes in, throws him off, like, says, like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, no way. Yeah, fans are crazy, That's dude. crazy. And you see these guys are like, oh, the booklets, wow. too, and they're just, like, flipping through the book, and oh, they're yeah. just, like, sign them all. All the time. All the time. Every, anywhere you go, literally, at least one person has a booklet. Yeah, that's so, insane. Yeah, like it uh, whatever is. it is, it is what it is. But I mean, at the same time, like you gotta like kids gotta like everyone has to like just have manners, right? You know, like stop just demanding, yeah, no, exactly. demanding the ball. No, exactly. I'm right there with you. I feel that. All right, hey, well, hey, Austin, I want to, I'm gonna let you go, but I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I'm an Austin Vernon guy now, like ride or die. Uh, <laughs> if if you're not pitching too well, fans start chirping at you. Well, you can you know let me know. My podcast Twitter will be your burner account. Like we'll chirp back. No big deal. <laughs> like, go, I, I, I got you. Uh, and uh, like I said, I'm gonna send you. You play uh, Xbox or PlayStation? Like what's your uh... PlayStation? Okay, well we can cross play. No big deal. But uh, I'll. Uh, I'll have to get your uh, gamer tags, and we'll have to squad up. Yeah, we'll and like, run it for sure. We'll definitely run it back, and then uh, we'll see what happens. For but sure. you have a great rest of your day. Hopefully, your your whole IL thing, you know, all gets all worked out in one night, and we're seeing Thank you pitch you. again, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I appreciate you, my all right. man. All right, brother, you have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too, brother. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.